What's up, everyone? Thank you for hanging through with the technical difficulties. My name is Mike Fosno, aka the Foz, host of First and Ten uh, with Foz, episode one. Thank you guys so much. So far, he's been supporting me. Social media, the messages, all the artwork done from everyone. Like, you guys have just been phenomenal. This has been like a three month in the show making. So, um, Super happy with the support so far. You guys are the best. Keep on supporting, commenting, sharing, liking. You guys are absolutely phenomenal. I appreciate all of you. Uh, so like I said in my promo video, this is not going to be your typical statistical talk about percentages and completions, things of that nature. There's plenty of sports shows that do that out there. We're going to talk about Bears team victories. We're going to talk about team achievements. We're going to talk about winning. We're going to talk about winning the NFC North. We're going to talk about being a contender in the playoffs. And we're going to talk about getting that Super Bowl back to Chicago. Um, so that's what this show is going to be about. We're not going to talk about Justin Fields is the second best rushing quarterback of all time. Like, who gives a fuck about that? It's going to be like a halftime statistical question on some stupid show down the road. So we're going to be talking about the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. We're going to be talking about tailgating, particularly with my group, first and ten. Ba-boom. We're going to be talking about food, barbecue as time goes on, mixed drinks, beers. We're going to be talking about swag. We're going to be talking about Air Force Wands from my boy Oso. Boom. Custom-made Fozzes right here. We're going to be talking about big-ass bling chains from my bag Christian Moore from the Dolphins. We're going to be talking about the newly-made Foz Patch. Reach out to me if interested. Thank you guys for the support. Uh, so we're going to be talking about all that type of fun stuff as the season goes on. So wanted to do this show just right before the draft. We're going to do tonight a little catch-up on the 2022 season. Yeah, 2022 season sucked ass. Um, so we're going to talk about that. Then we're going to get into the trading of the first pick. We're going to talk about free agency. Draft predictions. We're going to talk about Aaron fucking Rodgers being gone from the NFC North right now, baby. Let's hear a hallelujah for that. That's going to be coming up later today, too. Um, but before I do any of that, um, when I decided to do this show, I did not want to do it by myself. I mean, me sitting there talking to a fucking camera in my basement by myself just seemed kind of weird. So um, I have one of my best friends who I've been friends with for 35 years. We went to kindergarten together. Uh, me and him basically do a podcast every Thursday night. Just we're really drunk and sit on my couch watching horrible Thursday night football games. So I figured he was the top person I should bring on in order to um, do the show with me. Um, his name is Mike Maxwell, and he is waiting in the rafters. Let me go ahead and get him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a yeah. too, people. <laughs> Anyone in the comments can guess what wrestler's intro that is. I will send them free swag. You yeah, earn a lot of free things. Yeah, you earn a lot of free things if you can tell me what wrestler's intro is that. Maxwell, how are we doing tonight, sir? Good, my man. Good, my man. How about you? Oh, man. I'm fucking furious about all the technical difficulties so far. Fucking down here swearing up a storm and... Fuck hey, man, it, currently right now, and but it wouldn't be a hey, show unless there was a problem. Yeah, me, me and Maxwell did a run through like a week ago too, and everything was super smooth. So it's just like, <laughs> of course, tonight something's <laughs> got to go fucked up, right? Like, just makes perfect sense. Absolutely. Um, so let's get into it, my man. Let's talk about um, the worst of the worst, the 2022 <laughs> season. <laughs> 
Uh, so the Bears are three and fourteen. We beat the 49ers in a monsoon game the first week. We barely beat the Texans. We beat the Patriots. And then we drop everything after that. Maxwell, was that pretty much what you saw last bear season looking like going into the season? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, they 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 built that team last year to be as bad as humanly possible. They had to break it down to build it back up. I mean, with the Mac trade and just how they built the team all together, it, it, it was let's get as bad as possible to get that first pick. And, and in, the, in the process of it, if we can find out we have our number one quarterback going forward, it's a win. So like we said, for a three and 14 team, it's about as successful as humanly possible. Most definitely. I think that was definitely confirmed when we got rid of Quinn at the defensive end and Roquan in that the too. middle too. Like that was just like the ice and the cake. Like we ain't planning on doing shit this year besides no. trying to develop fields. And, did you think we developed fields this year? There's a lot of haters out there saying he's a running back quarterback now, and um, no. he's not a real quarterback. Uh, what do you guys think? 100% a real quarterback. I mean, he, he showed his explosive athleticism. When you're running for your life every play, it's tough to develop the passing game, and I'm sure we all still have questions about how good of a passer he can be. But in the few flashes we saw, I mean, he has an incredible arm. And with the athleticism of the football smarts, yeah. I mean, it's only going to get better, we all hope. Uh, everything we've seen so far is nothing but A-pluses and five-stars for all his athleticism. Dude, most definitely. I mean, you got to have some sort of stability, something to work with in his position. And he had absolutely nothing. Like, we're nothing. trying to tell the guy to build a house with duct tape and push pins. I mean, what do you, what's the guy supposed to do? I mean, and then as far as his running, everyone was super impressed in what was running last year. Dude, I was definitely a hater of all the running going on, like it wasn't a scheme like Michael Vick or um, in Baltimore. I mean, it, it was definitely him just running for his life, trying not to be killed every single play. And we're lucky we made it out of last season with him not being seriously injured in the offseason, in my opinion. So, I mean, I think that was one of the best scenes to come out of it, um, in my eyes at least. What about you, my friend? Yeah, it showed how tough he was, too. I mean, he took some vicious hits last year, and I don't – did he even miss a game? If he did, he missed one game maybe. I mean, it, it – Yeah, he missed like the second to last game, I believe, he was injured. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, he showed his toughness. He showed his athleticism, like we both said. We I, we all don't want him running as much as he was last season, but it's a, it's a powerful weapon to have. <laughs> and now you add some more weapons into it. Uh, it, it can only go up from here, you hope. Yeah, definitely. Like, what do you just think? He's a modern-day Michael Vick, Randall Cobb, man. I mean, he definitely has the ability to uh, be successful on both ends of the ball as far as running and throwing it. Yeah, I mean, his arm his arm strength is going to be his, his strength, I think. And he's shown, like we said, we only saw flashes of it. But when it does flash, it's really good. And he's got a really, really strong arm. I think he can be better than either one of those guys that you just mentioned or Lamar Jackson or anyone else in the league like that. He's every bit as fast, and I think every bit as strong. And his football smarts and his arm and his passing game develops. The sky's the limit. Yeah, definitely. He had some sort of rib injury, like someone just commented uh, from taking a hit from the previous game. Yeah, and I remember yeah. everyone was complaining that they should still play him because he was going for the record of most rece- most running yards from a QB. And it's like, is that really what we're going for as fans right now? Like, we want these guys just to break individual records. I mean. That's great for them. Dogs. That's great for yeah. them and their agent when they're negotiating contracts. But it's far for us, dude. Unless you're winning the football team, the football game for my team, I really don't care about no. your individual records. You know what I mean? No. no, I was all for them. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, I was all for them sitting him down. I mean, absolutely. Yeah, I don't yeah. care about a rushing. That's great. And if he got it healthy, absolutely. That's awesome. But who cares? The point is to him be healthy and come into this season ready to rock. 
I think it was just such a bad season. People were like clinging on to that for some sort mm-hmm. of like hopeful, positive thing, which I understand. But realistically, you got to understand logistically, it would have been a dumb move. Once they traded Smith, you knew exactly what the season was going to be as bad as possible, tank as hard as possible without actually, you know, trying as hard as you can to be as bad as possible. Well, they did. I mean, they built this roster to be bad. There's yeah. nothing else you can really say about it. Speaking of building the roster to be bad, near the end of the season, we did try to do something to make our receiving core a little bit better, and that's trade our second-round pick this year for um, Claypool from the Steelers, which previously for the Steelers, I was always a fan of Claypool. I had him on my fantasy team. He's a decent producer with what he had to work with. Was it the right move, will you say, at least at the time, that we did uh, the trade? Maybe. I, I, like we both said, I think before when we, when we knew we'd talk about it, I wish it had been the other second-round pick, the later one. I think it's in the 60s. I, I w- you would have felt a lot better about that because with the Dolphins losing the first round, that this, oh, that is yeah. now a first-round pick. So, yeah. um, right Which move. We need. I, yeah, I uh, absolutely. Get, yeah. Uh, right move, I don't know. I think incomplete's the only grade you can give it because we have no idea. He did nothing last year to, to show that he could. But an offseason with your quarterback, with the whole system, with now more talent in there, you know, hopefully hopefully it becomes worth it and we have to pay him because he's really good. But it always makes you nervous when a team trades a young player for a pick, you know, and especially a good organization like the Steelers. Um, again, incomplete. I think it's the only grade you can really give it. I couldn't say one way or the other. Yeah, dude, let's really hope with what we picked up with DJ Moore this year um, that he's going to balance off with Mooney and then hopefully some offensive line during – um, the draft um, we pick up this year too. So we'll get into that later. Um, mm-hmm. To finish up the 2022 season though, do you think they were blowing games near the end there just to get that number one pick? I mean, that's been like the controversial talk. No. You can go first. I definitely, I got my comments on it, but I mean, definitely. no, I don't think so at all. I think the team was so bad that it, it's almost impossible to blow it. I mean, any team could luck into a game, but no, I mean, at the end of the year, you know, if you can name the entire defensive front seven at the end of the season, I'll give you $100. I mean, <laughs> nobody's. There was nobody there playing, no pass rush. No, they, they weren't blowing games. They were competitive in games because you've got a good coaching staff, I think. But, no, I, I don't think they were intentionally losing games. They were intentionally trying to be as bad as possible with all sure, the moves. Yeah. But, no, intentionally going out there and trying to lose, no, absolutely not. Someone is going to name the front seven in the comments right now, and you're going to owe them $100, just <laughs> FYI, Max. Because yeah, someone's just going to know them, even though they're that Well, bad. somebody's Googling <laughs> as fast as possible right now. <laughs> no, but I, to- I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you um, to an extent. I will say the whole Carlos Santo missing kicks near the end of the year there, that dude's been ironclad since we had him, since we picked him up ever since we got rid of Mr. Double Doink. So, I mean, him mysteriously missing easy kicks and extra points was kind of weird to me. And then specifically the one game I was at, which was the last Green Bay game at home. Dude, we owned the Packers that first half, dude. I mean, we were killing them, stopping them on defense. We were scoring, moving the ball down the field. Halftime came, we came back out, and then magically now, like, they're running us all over. And I I don't know, dude. It just didn't make too much sense to me as far as, like, watching the game from start to finish. Kickers aren't real people anyway, and they're like bullpens. They're just there to break your heart. You don't notice them when they're doing good. You only notice them when they're as terrible as possible. So that's just the nature of a kicker, I think. I mean, you can go down the line of any really good kicker. Why are we even talking about kickers? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're a sore subject. Bring back Robbie Gold. We'll get to that. You later, just, you know? yeah, yeah, didn't they just cut Santos? 
No, no, he hasn't been cut yet. That's been like the Not big, yet. like, yeah, that's, I don't think they're going to cut him. I think there's a bunch of like clickbait articles out there about, oh, since sure. Robbie Gold said he wants to come back now. Everyone's like, get rid of Santos and bring back Robbie Gold. I mean, which in my heart, I really don't disagree with. I would love Robbie Gold to come home to Chicago. But um, again, no, Santos is still our kicker as of right now. And I don't see that changing um, uh, as far as anytime soon. But we'll see. Who knows? Crazier things have happened. Sure. Um, so, so we get into the last game of the 2022 season. And our man, Lovey Smith, comes through for us <laughs> in a Texans uniform, throwing up a Hail Mary at the end of the game, losing the game, winning the game, giving us the number one overall pick. I mean, was that not like just the Bears Super Bowl game, that last game of the season? Oh, absolutely. You, you, just like about the Bears. you just asked about the Bears intentionally tanking. Lovey went in there intentionally trying to win that game as hard <laughs> as possible. When he found out that he wasn't going to have a job or he wasn't getting extended, he oh, said, yeah. man, I'm going to go put it all out there. <laughs> I, mean, I remember watching that game because I wound up winning like my year-end pool because of that game. That's um, amazing. Yeah, it was unbelievable. And that play, like, it's like a, it was like a perfect painting. Like, if you watched it, like, and paused it, guys are just falling, balls are just flying. I, it was unbelievable <laughs> that they came back and, and, and won that game. Yeah. So, yeah, they should dude. be building the statue to Lovey soon. Oh, yeah, dude. He needs to be up there with uh, with the family just waving down before every game, saying hello to the crowd and bring back <laughs> Lovey. Do make him the water boy. Give him some job, dude. He does, deserves some sort of job. Uh, yeah, put crowd. him up top with George. Let him be an ambassador like Lance Briggs and all these other There guys. you go. Give him a little wave for the people, tag the hat a little bit. Because I think he's probably still getting paid by U of I and the Texans, so he doesn't <laughs> even need money. <laughs> He's doing all right. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty much the whole cap of the 2022 season, which I know most fans were just super happy for it to be over, which I definitely was too. But I mean, for being a first and 10 tailgater, though, I did, will definitely say that it's a sad end of the year because tailgating season has come to an end now for all of us. And we don't see each other as much as we like to during the offseason, family scenes of that nature. So, I mean, as much as the bear season sucked, the tailgating aspect is always such a great time. And just to give a little commemorative to last year, I put together a little slideshow for um, last 2022 season. So here you goes, guys. Enjoy.
I'm not crying. You're definitely crying, Maxwell. That's for damn sure. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. <laughs> yeah, a little montage, a little put together for last year. Miss my fat guys. Thanks for always supporting. Thanks for watching. You guys are the best. Uh, moving on, though, let's go on to trading the first pick to Carolina. So two first-round picks, 2024 first round, 2028 second round, and Mr. DJ Moore. Dude, was that a fleecing as of today? I mean, you kind of have your thoughts about it to begin with. Like, could they have had better – or is it the best they could get? Yeah, you could always second guess because, I, I mean, you know, in your mind, you could say, well, they're going to trade two to Houston and then we'll trade two to somewhere else. But, yeah, that was, it was great, mostly because of the inclusion of DJ Moore. You got a proven number one, an actual number one to go with this team now. And everyone now bumps down. Mooney goes down to maybe a slot. Clay Coupool can just be a go up and get a guy in the red zone. I, I want to say – I want to go far to say fleecing because we don't know what Carolina's – pick is going to be you know if it's a quarterback who's great then it worked out well for everybody um but it, it's they got a very good haul i think and i i i don't think they could have gotten better from one team dude most definitely i mean um initially i was hoping they were just gonna get this crazy astronomical load for the first round pick i mean it was being built sure. up as such a valuable thing because so many teams needed sure. that first overall quarterback uh but then again, you step back and think about it. Like, you know that Ryan Poles talked to everybody in, in the NFL. I mean, obviously, he had a slew of choices on what they wanted to choose to trade the number one pick. So that has to tell me, like, this is obviously the most, the biggest, biggest bang of buck for what they're going to get. I think so. Could they have gotten maybe more picks instead of DJ Moore? Sure, because there were rumors. I forget what the other team was that was very interested also, but they weren't going to go as far as to give away a number one receiver or a top offensive sure, sure. defensive lineman. So. Carolina blinked and they got, you know, an excellent player on top of a hall of picks. I, I thought he did a great job. Dude, most definitely. I absolutely love it. Um, crazy stat. Like I said, again, I'm not going to talk very much stats in this show, but um, DJ Moore enters the Chicago Bears being their number three all-time receiver without ever <laughs> taking a snap <laughs> on the field. Um, that's a very happy but sad stat at the same time. Sad. So yeah. he's the currently number three all-time Bears wide receiver, and he hasn't even played yet. So yeah, what is he? Um, 25, 26 yes, years old. Yes, twenty-five years old. So we got that to look forward to. Uh, moving on, there we go into the free agency, and I'm going to kind of break it down by position, and we can talk about it. Um, we ended up getting rid of Montgomery, letting him go to free agency. We ended up picking up Foreman and Homer. Uh, was that adequate as far as what we lost in David Montgomery? Um, I don't know. I mean, Montgomery was more important to the Bears than he was. I mean, Khalil the Herbert's still there too, obviously. So yeah, I, mean, I wish he was a major impact last year. I like Khalil Herbert to a point. I, I like his speed, but I'd rather have someone with s s more explosive speed than him. Um, I, yeah, I don't ever want to overpay a running back unless it's a generational talent. You can you can find backs in the fifth and sixth round who could be very very good. So. I'm fine with it. It's not a make or break thing either way. I don't think I, I, we all like David Montgomery, but he's not Matt yeah, Forte. He's I mean, not Neil Anderson. He's not Walter Payton. It, it, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, again, it's a, it's a given scene. We're going to talk about a possible available running back in our own division. That's rumored up in the air right now. So we can get into that later. Uh, but that dude, we stacked up the linebacker position around mm -hmm. Sanborn uh, with Edmonds and Edwards. I really love mm -hmm. both of those moves. How about you, bro? What do you feel about Very much linebackers? so. Absolutely. I mean, you that's one of the two I think that needed the biggest upgrade was linebacker. And we still haven't – we'll get to defensive line, I know. But absolutely, <laughs> yeah. I, I love both of those. Uh, Edwards, I think, is the one who's a little more athletic. 
um, has quite a few turnovers. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I absolutely love both those pickups. Dude, so do I, man. I absolutely love them. But like you said, I mean, I'm happy we got the linebacker roles, but going into the next two positions, the D-line and the O-line. So we picked up Billings and Walker, which um, Billings was a later pickup, like not too long ago. We only had, I believe, Walker at the time. Um, and then Nate Davis on the O-line. I thought those were the two main positions I was looking for them to address first um, as far as um, the line goes. But again, obviously they didn't. So apparently they're looking to save on money, looking to save on time um, going into the draft. So I think we're going to see a lot more picks in the draft as far as those two positions go. Um, after that, we picked up Tanya at tight end, which I think is going to be a great um, comment over to um, um, our other tight end, totally lost his name. And then PJ Walker, um, Cole Komet, um, as our backup of the fields. So I think he's a very similar style. Um, as um, Justin Fields, so I think we're going to be good going to the draft with what we got um, from free agency. Um, overall, I'm going to give the Bears a B. Like I said, I would have really liked to see that O-line pickup, um, defensive end pickup. I think they really missed the ball there, not grabbing those two guys. Um, like I said, defensive end, offensive linemen um, could have been way better in the free agency, but I think they're trying to save money. Um, now, as far as the draft goes, we're going into Thursday's draft with the number nine over pick. We have the number 53, 61, and 64. You guys can put in the comments who you're hoping goes in right now. I'm really hoping for Paris Johnson, man. That's my number one guy. I'm really hoping that we land him. I think he's exactly what we need. He's a former teammate of Justin Fields. He's got that arm extension. I think overall, he's absolutely phenomenal. Um, so that's my number one um, as far as going to the draft. After that, I'd like to see them pick up a defensive end as the number two pick at 53. And then from that point on, I'm really not too caring about what they go from there. I think as long as the first couple rounds they pick up that defensive end and that offensive line, I mean, that that's big. That's key for me. And then any backup players for injuries down the road from there, I think is definitely where we want to go with that. Um, so again, that's going to be the draft. Obviously, we're all going to find out. We've all been talking our shit about it for weeks now and speculating. So who knows what to expect. Um, I'm going to be there on Thursday. I'll get into that in a minute. So I'm um, going to have some live contact from that. So let's really um, hope the Bears don't draft a wide receiver or a backup quarterback or anything stupid with their first pick like they've traditionally done in the past. Um, so moving on into recent news, um, I'll do more about the draft after the picks this week into my next show. Um, Jalen Hurts. The man with the money setting the record for quarterbacks. The guy is completely insane. So, here comes uh, the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Money, money, money. Guaranteed. Absolutely crazy. Welcome back, Mike Maxwell. Goodbye, Mike Maxwell. <laughs> uh, so Jalen Hurts literally just set the standard for what the next quarterback contract is going to be, which kind of scares me because Fields operates in a very similar pattern like Jalen Hurts. Does. I think he's better than Jalen Hurts, in my opinion. Um, but again, two or three years down the road, if Justin Fields performs and he is what he is, 
I mean, that's what he's going to be asking for as far as money goes, because that's going to be the comparison on the table. And unless by that time the Bears have sold and the McCaskies are gone, I cannot see the Bears paying a guaranteed $255 million contract to a player. It definitely be, at least to my knowledge, the first time that high um, in the Bears history. So um, as happy as I am for Jalen Hurts, I think he set the standard for other quarterbacks coming up in the near future who are going to get contract extensions or contracts are going to be up. And, um, yeah, it kind of scares me. And we've got a perfect example here. Look how much Daniel Jones made. And he is trash. You're not correct. You're not wrong, my friend. So, um, again, super scary as far as money-wise goes with him coming up. Um, what else is going on in the NFL right now? The Vikings are talking about dropping Mr. Delvin Cook. Oh, Sorry. are you all good, bro? Yeah, I don't know what happened. It just like didn't want to connect to my phone. It just stopped. Oh, you mean there was a technical <laughs> issue tonight? I can't. Yeah, yeah, we're having a lot of good luck tonight. So, <laughs> so I was just getting into talking about Delvin Cook. I mean, the Vikings don't want to pick up his fifteen million dollar uh, that he's owed for this season. They're talking about releasing him yet. Um, what do you feel about that? I mean, is that something that the Bears should draw money on? He's, he's been a top four quarterback for the last four years. I mean, is that something we look into with our available salary cap we got left over? As long as it doesn't go too far over the cap, sure. I mean, like we said, I don't I don't like spending a lot of money on running back whatsoever. But, yeah, we could. Dude, I hear you, man. I really wish we would have got Saquon Barkley at the beginning of the year. Yeah, he would be the only one I would really want to spend the money on. Yeah, dude, I totally agree. I could have him and Fields in the backfield just would have been awesome, man. But fuck it. What are you going to do, right? Absolutely. Dude, now for the absolute best news of the day. Aaron Rodgers is fucking gone, dude. He's gone to the Jets for number 15 (laughs) overall. 2023 fifth round pick and the Packers get the 13th overall 2023 second round um, six round pick and the conditional 224 second round. If Roger plays 65% of this season, Um, I first heard this. I'm like, okay, the jets got fleeced, but, but did they really get fleeced? No, the more we've I've kind of looked at it, not really. It's kind of just like a shell trade. Like they're just trading like this pick for that pick, this pick for that pick. And really, it really, if it boils down to like Rodgers for a second round pick and they swap two places in the first round and the Jets get a fifth, they get a sixth. It's like that extra pick. It's really weird. Yeah. But I, I mean, no, I don't. I think it's a pretty good trade for the Jets. I mean, they get they, they almost both teams had to do it at this point. Rodgers wasn't going back to the Packers and the Jets are without a quarterback. So it, it was just a matter of when it was going to get down and for what. Dude, for sure. And again, I mean, I don't know Aaron Rodgers coming towards the end of the career. Of course, he's always been a great quarterback um, on paper, but the guy is slowly losing his fucking mind. His years has been going on. I mean, <laughs> the guy just spent the offseason in the woods with witches, eating like Indian hallucinogens. Like, yeah. Like, dude, you knowingly know this, and, like, this is what you want to, like, give up your future of the team to bring this guy here? Like, it just absolutely drives me crazy, man. Like, like, what if you want a job interview and that said that on your resume that you were eating hallucinogens in the woods? Would you get hired for the job, Maxwell? I don't think I would get the job. No, no. I mean, athletes <laughs> operate a different landscape for sure, but <laughs> definitely not. I, I kind of am rooting for it just to blow up in everybody's face. Um 
just especially if he decides now after the season he's done for good. <laughs> yeah, dude, I think that's where that speculation of like he has to pace play sixty five percent of this season because I could definitely see him like the Jets loot going like zero and six and him just having a complete crybaby breakdown saying I retire now. So yeah, uh, wouldn't be too surprised whatsoever. So I think that was a good stipulation in the contract, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, but let's see how that all turns out. Um, one topic we didn't get a chance to talk about when you fell off was um, during the draft this week, Mr. Jalen Carter. He's been the hot topic for every Bears um, fan around the league, mock draft scenes of that nature. Um, if he's available at nine, I'm totally against bringing him to Chicago. And I have my reasons why. Um, I know you feel a little bit differently, so why don't you go ahead with your reasons and then I'll bring it back to mine. We can kind of hash it out from there. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of in between because the generational talent looks to be there and it's exactly what the bears need in the three technique on that defensive line, but it's the worry about the immaturity and the desire to actually want to play football. Uh, it, it, it's just so, I, I think we all agree if he, if he fell to the second round trade up, you know, in the second round to get him. Absolutely. But I don't think that's going to happen. It, it's too enticing to pass, but I also understand why they would pass because, you have to hit on this number nine pick. There's no way around it. You went through all this stuff we just named. If you don't hit on this pick and you get him and he's a bust, of course he could be a bust elsewhere too. But if he's a bust, boy, that's bad. That sets you back immediately. And you know you did all this for maybe nothing then. So I'd have a hard time passing, but I also understand passing. So you know if if he's if he's the number one guy on their board, I'll trust him because I think uh, Poles has made a lot of really good moves so far, which is scary to say uh, this off season. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I you know, two, a month ago I would have said absolutely, but then you know, you, the pro day thing was a big, big red flag. How you can flunk your own pro day is really, really bad. I, the other off the field stuff, I mean, it is what it is. You know, I mean, but, this guy's just screaming problems. I mean, I would take him right now on one condition. Four. And that's about it, my friend. I hear you. Um, uh, or a very, very late round draft pick, um, third, fourth round, if everyone just goes past him. But dude, he, he hit the three-strike system with me, and this guy has not even started in the NFL yet. So, I mean, strike number one, you're fast and furious and when you're a prospect the draft, and someone ends up dead. Then we don't even find out until like a month later you were even there, and then that becomes a big controversy. Mm-hmm. And number two, you can't even finish your pro day. Not – not that you suck at your pro day, dude. You couldn't complete the tasks. You're 10 pounds overweight, and you couldn't even do that. So now you have two strikes against you that everyone's asking themselves, what the fuck is going on with this kid? Mm-hmm. And now you tell everyone, I refuse to meet with anyone outside of the top 10 teams. Like, dude, that is the biggest red flag for me in the entire world to stay away from that kid. He has nothing but problems going on right now. And um, I think he's going to be a good football player somewhere. I don't think the Bears are the right match for him right now to try and fix crazy when we're trying to fix the whole fucking team it, right now. Yeah, if 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 he was all we needed, then sure. You know, there's a there's a really good team built around him that's ready to win now, and you want to take that risk. Yeah, sure, fine. But you know, you still need offensive linemen, in my opinion. You still need plenty more on the defense. Sure. You know, tight end maybe also. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean it. I'll trust whatever movie he makes. If he, if he picks them, then we'll go with it and see what happens. But there's so many good offensive linemen too right there that it'd be hard to pass on one of them as well. So if you're telling me for sure where I want him to go, probably offensive line. It's, 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 
it's the safest play that I think they can make, especially in that early first round where you're, you're going to get a top five pick because I think four quarterbacks are going to go in the top nine. Yeah. You're going to get one of the five best non-quarterbacks in the draft. Dude, I want winners, just like <laughs> Facebook users said. I want fucking winners too, man. And I think Brandon made a good point. I mean, the Bears are at least being professional about it. I mean, they see his potential. They know he mm-hmm. fits the scheme. They're going through the right chapters as far as meeting with them, talking to them, looking at the investigation, because we all know how the media is, dude. The media will just fucking take everything, turn it into a tornado just to make you watch it, whether it's true or not. So, I mean, I do like that they're at least going through that process. But again, I still think whatever's going on, there's enough known that the kid's going to need an additional eye on them, which I don't think we have that eye to give at this time. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's the worry that, you know, you don't, you, there's they brought some veterans in, obviously, but maybe you don't have a system available to, to constantly be watching him. I mean, I'll give him a pass on the, the car stuff. I mean, we all did really stupid shit when we were young. But also, I don't know what kind of advice he's getting from his agent. I, I mean, why he would even let them go yeah. to pro day when he's completely not ready. So I, um, I, he definitely deserves some of the blame, but I think there's some other blame to go around for Carter, too. Oh, definitely. I mean, obviously, he probably has a team around him, surrounded Telling him what to do and being 18 years oh, old, I mean, you're listening to people around you at that time. So, sure. Um, yeah, man, not a crazy situation. Like, uh, again, I don't think he's going to make it to nine, in my opinion. I do think mm-hmm. he's going to go around like five, six, seven, in my opinion. Yeah, but we'll, Seattle or Detroit. We'll, we'll see, yeah. dude. Don't say Detroit, man. I don't want to. He's going to end up being awesome. Do not want to face him on defense, dude. Um, what else? Bust. Okay, so why not? So we see a plan to drop down um, picks. Do you think? Do you think we're going to drop down and trade the ninth pick for maybe like a thirteenth? Maybe the Steelers we were talking about. Do you think we give up that ninth pick for something else to get as more long picks as there's the room? a lot more coming with it? Sure. I mean, from all accounts, this is pretty heavy, top-heavy offensive line draft. So, sure. I mean, I don't want to see him drop in the twenties or thirties or thirty if if he can avoid it. Uh, if the trade's there and he feels like his board has got enough on it to where he could drop down and still get what he's looking for, sure, why not? I mean, they like we both said, not only do you need to add impact players for starters, you need depth on this team too. There's there's no depth. So, sure, the, the more picks you can get, the better. Or if your guy is at nine, you that's the guy you want, that's fine too. I, I'm good with any of it. Other than trading up anymore, I'm good with anything they do. Dude, 100%, man. I mean – Polls, in my opinion, has done a great job making decisions. He's talked to the media. He's been as transparent as he's going to be um, with us and what they're going to be doing, at least for the draft and uh, what they did in free agency. So I appreciate that. I'm just really hoping going into Thursday the right moves are made and it just doesn't feel like a traditional Bears draft has felt the last 20 or so years. So it, it, yeah, I know what you mean. And I, I hope so too, but it doesn't, it, it, it's a weird, it's weird that like, I actually have liked all the moves the bears have made so far uh, hiring uh, Kevin Warren to be the president. Uh, I've liked everything polls has done so far this, uh, you know, going into this off season and in the off season, it, it's a weird space to be in. You're waiting for the shooter drop, but I don't think it is. I think they actually have good infrastructure for a change. Dude, 100%. Dude, I've been super happy with everything, but you know, just being hesitant. You, it's like you've been, oh, being, yeah. you've been being slapped around for the last 30 years, and now you got one year of goodness. You're still a little bit hesitant. No doubt about <laughs> as it. As far as everything. So, sure. um, before we go, though, um, this is going to be the show for today, guys. I appreciate everyone showing up. Just wanted to give you a little taste, a little catch up of 
uh, Bears last season up to today. We're going to be doing more after the draft. But I really want to talk about, give a moment and shout out to my sponsors. Um, first being Minor Threat Restaurant Group. They're the owners of Sovereign on uh, Plainfield and then Crusade Burger Bar in Yorkville and in Crest Hill. Um, if you guys have not been there, you guys are absolutely crazy. Um, they're phenomenal. Every single food menu item from the shakes to the burgers to the fries to the cheese curd. Crusade just kills it left and right, and so does Sovereign. Sovereign's a little bit more upscale, a little bit more cocktail-based, a lot more nicer, fancier food. Uh, but overall, they're absolutely phenomenal. Uh, would recommend to anyone. On top of the food being phenomenal, drinks being phenomenal, um, it's privately owned. They're a private, small business. Absolute phenomenal people. Um, happen to be members of Fat too, on top of it, which makes it even better. So you'll see some other menu items popping up here from Crusade. Um, going into Sovereign. Um, if you're not from the Plainfield or Crest Hill, Yorkville area, I'm telling you it's worth making a drive out to go check them out. And on top of having great food, you're also supporting a great privately owned business, which um, we could definitely be helping those guys a little bit more now. Um, Chili's and Applebee's are making their money. It's these guys we need to keep the business open for. Um, on top of that, for my second um, – sponsor um, mr beer mysterio as everyone knows um, opened up a taco restaurant and tamale restaurant in villa park uh, for you craft beer heads out there they're right there in villa park across the street from more brewing company so that's always a great two first stop and me and my family have gone there a ton since they opened uh, small quaint place amazing amazing handmade homemade food um, their El Pastor, their corn tortillas their tamales are out of this world. Um, it's this whole entire family who works there, who runs it, who owns it. So again, a privately owned business ran by a family, money going to a small business. Um, that's where we need to be focusing our money nowadays, ladies and gentlemen. So again, if you make it out there, go check out those two places. Great people, great food. You will not be disappointed. Um, other than that, to wrap it up, I will be going to the draft party at Soldier Field. Coming up on Thursday, I'm going to be going with my boy Oso Grande and hopefully some of the other FAT members. So if you're going to be at Soldier Field, hit me up. Let me know. I'd love to meet up, take a picture, have a drink, whatever. Um, other than that, on Friday, I will be going to Kansas City with Big Mike O'Malley. We're going to be hitting up the Elite Super Fans draft party for the draft. Um, that'll be a ticketed event. If you're interested, reach out to um, Elite Super Fans, myself. Um, um, anyone in the group could definitely lead you in the right direction. If you're going to be in Kansas City, the party is going to be insane. Um, other than that, um, appreciate everyone showing up tonight. You guys have been fantastic. Um, I'm going to have another show right after the draft and then probably after that going into the preseason. Uh, not going to come on here weekly and talk about just bullshit or trash and try to do time-filling stuff. So, I mean, it's just going to be when there's content to be talked about, you're going to hear from me. Um, other than that, Mr. Maxwell, I appreciate you joining me tonight. Sorry, yeah, thanks, man. yeah. Oh Sorry. man, yes. The technical difficulties. We, we we couldn't screw those up anymore. Uh <laughs> dude, I'm we telling got, you, we, we got did a run way. through. The run yeah. through was yeah, it's over with now. It's all gonna be the smoothest yeah. thing ever after. Yeah, this. we thought we were fucking just pros after the run through. Like, oh, we got this, man. We got this. Oh uh, man, what are no. you gonna do? Exactly. But thank you, everyone. I love you guys, and make sure to share the page. 
comment. I mean, I really want to try and grow this and get the word out there about all this. So um, any help from you guys as far as sharing, commenting, and liking, posting, it is super appreciated. I do see all of it, and I do, do appreciate it. Um, so thanks, everyone, for joining us tonight. Love you to death, and bear down. We'll see you next time. Peace out. Thank you. Thank you. And go Bears!